What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Monday, December 7th. I'm Akila Hughes. And I'm Gideon Resnick, and this is What a Day, where we now think we've gotten takeout from pretty much every restaurant. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of restaurants, at least 100, but between <laughs> the two of us, we've pretty much covered all of them. Uh, wait a sec. I still haven't gotten delivery from the Wetzel's Pretzels at Des Moines International Airport. All right, well, hurry up, because okay. we're almost done. <laughs> On today's show, California enters a new COVID lockdown and Biden makes another cabinet selection, this time to run the health department. Then some headlines. But first, the latest. We may start to see some impact on the most susceptible people probably in the month of January and February. But the, on a population basis for, for, for our lives to start getting back to normal, we're talking about April or May. And therefore, it's absolutely vital that everybody, A, take comfort in the fact that we have light at the end of the tunnel and find the energy in that to continue to wear our masks, distance, wash our hands, pay attention to what we're doing. That was Dr. Monsef Slawi of Operation Warp Speed in an interview on CBS yesterday, talking about how vaccines, once approved, could start to put a dent in COVID cases among the most susceptible people in the next couple of months. He also said that residents in long-term care facilities would likely be getting their first round of vaccinations later this month or by mid-January. And this comes after President-elect Joe Biden said that his team still hasn't seen a, quote, detailed plan on vaccine distribution from the current administration. Slawi said that his team is set to meet with Biden advisors this week to discuss how this is all going to go down. But what else is going on in the vaccine world at the moment? A lot, which is really good, especially as recent daily case counts have been around 200,000 or more in the United States while we wait to kind of see this full potential impact of Thanksgiving. And that's at a point where many of the nation's hospital systems are stretched critically thin, as is. Mm -hmm. And on the anniversary of Pearl Harbor today, we're seeing that same level of death essentially every day right now in the United States due to COVID. So on the vaccine, the timeline Slowy was talking about is dependent on a pretty quick approval of the Pfizer vaccine, which could happen as soon as this week. This upcoming Thursday, an advisory committee to the FDA is going to meet and review all the data that the company has. And assuming it gets approved, distribution would shortly follow. Slowy also said that if things progress according to plan, it's possible that much, if not all, the population could be vaccinated by May or June, which is amazing. But Pfizer has already had to cut in half the amount of doses it expected to have ready by the end of this December, so we'll see if everything goes according to plan. We're also waiting to see if and when the Moderna vaccine gets approved after they filed for emergency authorization as well. Yeah, and meanwhile, we're also waiting to see how distribution goes in the UK this week. Exactly. So the BBC reported that vaccinations using that same Pfizer vaccine are going to begin tomorrow with an initial batch of about 800,000 doses. And the UK has chosen 50 hospital hubs to be the sites for administering the vaccine. And they're starting with hospital patients who are 80 and older, as well as the general population that is in that age group, too. Mm -hmm. And after this first shot is administered, people will need a second one three weeks later. So 
everyone's going to be following that process closely. But elsewhere in the world, there are vaccinations happening with less evidence of their efficacy. Mm -hmm. This past weekend, for instance, Russia began vaccinating thousands in Moscow with their Sputnik V vaccine. That is, honest to God, the name of it. Uh, That got approval for emergency use before a clinical trial took place, which some experts have said is kind of worrisome. Uh, Additionally, there's reporting that China is gearing up for a bigger rollout of domestically made vaccines with not a lot of further details on the potential side effects in the estimated million plus who have already received them so far. That's according to the AP. So overall, that is our upcoming future, which broadly looks brighter than right now, which is utter hell on earth. (laughs) And one place that is evidence of that is California. So Akilah, take us through what all is happening there. A lot's happening here as well. So in Los Angeles alone, we're on our third new lockdown order in less than a week. The latest one kicked in last night at 11.59 p.m. That's Governor Gavin Newsom's plan, which was triggered based on ICU capacity in Southern California falling below 15%. What that means in real numbers is that there were only 110 ICU beds available in the whole county of 10 million people as of Friday, according to L.A. County Health Services. And in Northern California, five Bay Area counties have adopted the governor's new stay-at-home order even before their ICUs get to that grim level. All in all, across the state, roughly 33 million people will be under the new restrictions, which is not the whole state, but it's about 85% of the population in California now required to stay home. And businesses like bars, hair salons, museums, movie theaters, and gyms are also closed. Retail businesses are allowed to stay open at 20% capacity. And restaurants, which had been doing some outdoor dining, are limited to takeout and delivery. So basically, we're back in March pretending like by Easter, this is all going to go away like one president characterized as a miracle. Yeah, definitely that Easter was meant to be 2021 Easter or two, perhaps. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But how long is this order going to actually be in place? Well, it depends. So we know that it will stay in effect for at least the next three weeks, which means that Christmas and Hanukkah are going to be spent at home, which is a bummer, but it's also really good news for those of us trying to make it to 2021. The order will only be lifted once the area can maintain more than 15% of ICU capacity. And again, all of this is kind of confusing because we've gotten several lockdown orders, one after another, that are only slightly varied. So a lot of people are unhappy with the political leadership here. Mm-hmm. And speaking of poor leadership, one more thing. Yesterday, Trump tweeted that alleged lawyer Rudy Giuliani <laughs> has gotten COVID-19, surprising no one. Mm-hmm. He's reportedly been admitted to Georgetown University Hospital and joins at least 40 other members of Trump's administration, campaign, and inner circle to have gotten the virus since September. In the past week alone, the maskless Rudy Giuliani has argued to the the Michigan House Oversight Committee, along with similarly maskless Melissa Carone, the box blonde who thought the Michigan House took the poll book and did, quote, something weird with it. Why? We're not seeing the poll book off by 30,000 votes. And I know what I saw. And I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Okay. Did you? Yeah, did you? Yeah, did <laughs> and- you? <laughs> I definitely didn't. Uh, And then last Monday, he met with Republican lawmakers in Arizona for several hours in a Phoenix hotel. So it's likely that a lot of people have been in contact with him and should definitely be quarantining. Yeah, I'm sorry if you have been in close contact with Rudy Giuliani in the last couple of months or frankly at any point in your life. True. Well, back to California news. Last night, we saw some reporting that Biden has made a new cabinet selection. California Attorney General Javier Becerra to lead the Department of Health and Human Services. So let's talk about this pick. What do we know so far? Yeah, so this is being reported by The New York Times and The Washington Post, though the Biden team hasn't put out an official announcement just yet. We're probably expecting that in the next couple of days. It's interesting for a number of reasons and kind of came as a surprise given Becerra's background. So as you mentioned, he's the AG of California. So 
You might think he might be more suited for the role of U.S. AG, and he also doesn't have a medical background, so that's kind of how it came as a surprise. But it comes after reports of complaints from the Congressional Hispanic Caucus about the lack of Latino members in the incoming cabinet. And on a personal history note, Becerra served for 12 terms in Congress representing L.A. and is the first Latino to serve as AG in California beginning in 2017. And he would be the first in this role as well if he gets confirmed. And this position, of course, is a huge undertaking given the pandemic, which has disproportionately impacted communities of color throughout the country. Yeah. So you mentioned putting him at HHS is kind of a surprise, but he does have some relevant experience on health care. So let's talk about that. Yeah, so Becerra actually led the defense of the Affordable Care Act in the Supreme Court last month. That was against other Republican state AGs who wanted to strike it down. And anti-Trump lawsuits like this have been a big part of his work. According to his office, Becerra has fought around 100 Trump policies in court on health care, immigration, and the environment. So definitely something he is quite familiar with. Also, according to the LA Times, he was involved in fighting consolidation in the healthcare industry in California itself in the last couple of years. And recently, he wanted the state legislature to expand his authority to assess and combat healthcare mergers if they don't deliver better access or care to Californians, or if they drive up prices and insurance premiums, which a lot of these private equity funds love to do. Um, Becerra has also voiced support for Medicare for All during his time in the House and in more recent years putting him at odds with Biden, who supports building on the Affordable Care Act, but leaving the private insurance system in place. Yeah, the other thing that is wild about all of this is that Becerra was among the names mentioned as a Senate replacement for VP-elect Kamala Harris. Yes, who, by the way, held Becerra's job before she got elected to the Senate. I know a million listeners' heads are doing the mind-blown gif right now, as <laughs> mine is currently doing. So now, uh, California governor and loyal patron of the French Laundry, Gavin Newsom, is going to have to appoint a senator to replace Harris and a state AG to replace Becerra. That's not to mention if LA Mayor Eric Garcetti ends up joining the administration, too. I'm saying Newsom is about to be the most popular man in California. Like, I'm <laughs> frankly jealous about how many compliments he's going to be getting on his smooth Wall Street villain hair and ragged cattle rancher voice. But that is the latest for now. Monday Wad Squad. And for today's Tim Check, we're talking about a very noble effort that's being made on TikTok. Thousands of users of the app, including some Broadway actors, are working together to create an original musical based on Pixar's Ratatouille. Here's a sample. Oh, yes. Wow. Triumphant. A masterpiece. Um, <laughs> there's lots of other songs, too, including one called Trash is Our Treasure, plus choreographed dance numbers, a proposed playbill, set design mock-ups, and way more. We'll have to wait until quarantine is over to see the Ratatouille musical in real life. But until then, Giddy, what other Disney or Pixar movie do you want to see get a full-blown musical adaptation? Okay, so the cop-out answer is definitely Goofy Movie. For the best, <laughs> it's music obvious. Possible. Great music already. Yeah, yeah. It's an easy transition. So, I think the one now that I think about it that would be cool from a visual standpoint would be Up because of okay, all the yeah. stuff that they could do like on stage, 
maybe like the house is starting to like come into the audience or whatever. Oh yeah, it's kind of fun. I'm not a set designer. I don't know how this would work. Uh, but <laughs> something on that scale, I think, would be a really cool visual to see. I, like the balloons could be doing something in the audience as well. Maybe there's an actual dog involved. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I love that. That seems really uh, kind of apt for it. Also, there's like tragedy at the top, so you, like everybody, all the characters are well defined. I mean, really, any Pixar movie, I think, has all of the pieces to make a really strong musical. But Up, in particular, it's just such a colorful movie. I think that you know that'd be cool to see. Yeah, they travel a lot of places as well. I could go right. on and on. I'm, I, <laughs> I would like to be hired to work on the show when Broadway is back. But same question for you, Akila. What do you want to see happen here in terms of adaptations? Okay. So this is definitely like, it's a it's a big swing. So I just need you to be supportive here. I'm supportive. But I kind of feel always. like, I kind of feel like Wally, and I know that they don't oh. speak. You know, like it's just Eve saying Eve uh, over and over again, and Wally saying Wally. But if we make an opera and we fill in a lot of context with the Earth singing and narrating, I feel mm. like that could be really kind of fascinating. The people who are on that planet where they're stuck in the chair all day, they could have a song. It seems like it would definitely be uh, a really good commentary. And we need more climate change, you know, musicals and culture stuff to get people on board. So I feel like this is just another easy layup. I want to see like a robot that's floating on the moon. I think it's kind of cool. I don't think that you needed to ask me to be supportive of this. This is a genius idea. <laughs> this is like the new inconvenient truth for like a younger generation. You know, that could like get at this issue in a different way. Sad robot, dying planet, a dying planet singing arias about how, you know, the plastic is in the ocean and it has killed all of the beautiful fish. I think that's great. Thank you. I definitely think that it would be worth watching. It also just, you know, I think it would have the same excitement as like Matilda on Broadway had where people were like, who's going to be the new Matilda? It's like, who's going to play Wally mm -hmm. this time? <laughs> Wally, like you've never seen him. It's Ted Danson. <laughs> That's Wally. I don't know why Ted Danson would be Wally, but that was the first person I could think of. A very tall, very old Wally. The idea would be to <laughs> contrast it with the sort of like rotund people that are in the chairs to have like a slim older gentleman like that yeah i mean you know we can keep working it but just like that <laughs> we've checked our tips they are cool like both of our really good musical ideas so if you're listening make our dreams come true uh stay safe and we will be back after some ads What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm -hmm. doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants 
are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. A federal judge ordered the Trump administration to fully restore Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, last Friday. The program has protected hundreds of thousands of undocumented children known as Dreamers from deportation. But in 2017, the Department of Homeland Security tried to limit the program, though the Supreme Court ruled this summer that they didn't have the authority to do so. Aha. Uh-huh. Then Chad Wolf, undersecretary of the DHS at the time, ignored the court and suspended the program anyway. The federal judge in this latest case ruled that Wolf didn't have the authority to do that and threw out Wolf's suspension. The DHS has now been ordered to start accepting first-time requests for deferred action consideration and reinstate all benefits for people who are eligible. All the changes must be made to the DHS website by today. And even if the new conservative Supreme Court majority tries to shrink the program down again, Biden has vowed to restore DACA once he takes office. That is great news. Farmers across India are preparing for a nationwide strike after failed negotiations with their government over the weekend. Tens of thousands of farmers have already been blocking major highways into the capital to protest new laws aimed at deregulating Indian agriculture. Prime Minister Narendra Modi introduced the laws in September, which will replace its current state-run system with one that makes farmers sell directly to private companies instead. Opponents of the law believe that it will lead to a corporate takeover of the agriculture sector, as well as lower prices for farmers' crops. On top of blocking highways, many farmers have also burned their crops in protests, contributing to unbreathable pollution levels in the capital. Protest leaders sat down with government officials on Saturday, but they weren't happy with the government's refusal to repeal the new laws. Over half of India's entire population depends on agriculture for their livelihood. A new report from the National Academy of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine has the news you need to carry you through the end of a tough year. Secret concussion guns are real and they are really scary. 
The term Havana syndrome was coined in 2018 to describe a sickness suffered by American diplomats and spies in Cuba, China, Russia, and other countries. Symptoms of the illness include dizziness, fatigue, and headaches, as well as the loss of hearing, memory, and balance. So if you have all of those good news, you probably don't have COVID. (laughs) Scientists and intelligence officials came to believe that so-called microwave weapons were the cause of Havana syndrome. The new State Department commissioned report came to the same conclusion and also noted that the technology needed to create a weapon from pulsed radio frequency technology has long been the subject of Russian research. The strings on my huge cork board are all coming together at last. Victims of Havana syndrome have accused the Trump administration of downplaying their illness and refusing to acknowledge their attacks because of possible diplomatic implications. The NASEM report was sent to the State Department in August, but not published until this weekend. Personally, I'll be eyeing my own microwave with deep skepticism and will need to be stopped from putting large amounts of tinfoil in it in attempts to neutralize the device. Yeah, I'm stopping you, Gideon. Don't put foil in the microwave. I will not be stopped. (laughs) Debates were held last night in Georgia Senate runoff elections with Reverend Raphael Warnock facing off against Senator Kelly Loeffler and John Ossoff facing off against an empty podium that actually seemed way cooler and more capable than Senator David Perdue. Georgia's (laughs) runoff will determine the balance of the Senate, but Trump can't bring himself to care about it. He held a huge rally in Georgia on Saturday where he expressed some support for Perdue and Loeffler, but spent most of his time protesting the result of the presidential election. Mm-hmm. Purdue and Loeffler, this isn't about you guys. You're still craving and unscrupulous as anyone that's ever lived. Trump is just working through something right now. <laughs> Trump reportedly called Georgia Governor Brian Kemp before the rally, pushing him to call a special session of the state legislature and override the popular vote. Georgia officials say that's not going to happen. Republicans are concerned that Trump's conspiracy mongering about election misconduct could lead some of his supporters to sit out the runoffs. I sure hope so. It's not usually in a president's best interest to use his last month in office to wage psychological war on his base and make them wonder if anything matters at all. Yeah, it's truly um, not good. Doesn't seem like a smart idea. I'm not a strategist, but doesn't seem smart. But totally innovative. And those are the headlines. (laughs) One last thing before we go, it's been a long year and we are so ready for 2021 that we made a brand new What A Day desk calendar for our beloved Wad Squad. That's right. Shop the desk calendar and more, including Crooked's annual holiday ornaments right now. Go to crooked.com slash store to shop. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, reserve your tickets to Ratatouille the Musical and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just Havana Syndrome corkboards like me, What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and keep, keep an, an eye, eye on, on that, that poll book. book. Stop doing weird stuff to it. Yeah, you never know where it's going to scurry off next if you don't take your eyes <laughs> off it. What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tan is our assistant producer. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producers are Katie Long, Akila Hughes, and me. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun, where you can sink a putt 
raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Doors take us to summers away. Or winter adventures. And afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC.